terms of IRF in our results management process. The problem is totally due to technical hitches related to scaling up the IRF from a platform for managing off-season state elections to one for managing nationwide general elections. It is indeed not unusual for glitches to occur and be corrected in such situations. Consequently, the Commission wishes to assure Nigerians that the challenges are not due to any intrusion or sabotage of our systems, and that the IRF remains well secure. Our technical team is working assiduously to solve all the outstanding problems, and users of the IRF will have noticed improvements since last night. We also wish to assure Nigerians that results from polling units, copies of which were issued to political parties, are safe on both the BVAS and the IRF portal. These results cannot be tampered with, and any discrepancy between them and the physical results used in collation will be thoroughly investigated investigated and remediated in line with section 65 of the Electoral Act 2022. While we fully appreciate the concerns of the Republic on this situation and welcome various suggestions that we have received from concerned Nigerians, it is important to avoid statements and actions that can heat up the polity at this time or promote disaffection towards the Commission. We take full responsibility for the problems and regret the distress that have caused the candidates, political parties and the electorate. So that's the statement signed by Festo Sokoye Esquire as the National Commissioner and Chairman Information and Voter Education Committee. So that's the statement from um, INEC there explaining the concerns that have been raised with the IRF. I'll take a quick break here on Nigeria Decides here on the Joy News Channel. We'll be back shortly uh, with the probe. Make sure that you, can, you continue to tweet at us. It's on all our, all our social media platforms, on Twitter especially. It's hashtag Nigeria Decides, your election headquarters. I am MFAPA. We'll be right back. We'll get into the probe. Please stay. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Decides. It's a day after voting. We know that voting was done today as well in some parts of the country. We've been talking extensively about Nigeria deciding. And already, is only one state that we have out of the 36 states. Official results that has been declared for Mekiti. We now know uh, because of the lowest voter registration turnout, reason why uh, we have Ekiti results. And we've been told that up until 11 a.m. tomorrow, that's after the INEC declaration uh, they told us that we'll get the next results but it's been an election that has seen a high turnout especially among young people who make up about a third of the 87 million eligible voters so the election has seen an unprecedented challenge of the two-party system that has dominated nigeria for 24 years we've seen 18 candidates but as it stands now it turns out to be more like a three-horse or four-horse race, um, you won't be wrong. Uh, that's a three-horse race largely between 
Peter Obi uh, from the previously little known Labour Party. We have Bola Tinubu uh, from the ruling All Progressive Congress Party, that's the APC. We also have Atiku Abubakar of the main opposition, uh, People's Democratic Party, that's the PDP. All are seen as potential winners, but the results that we've seen so far from Jestikiti Tinubu in that lead. So undoubtedly, it's, um, it's been touted as the tightest election in Nigeria since the end of military rule in 1999. Don't forget, a candidate needs to have the most votes and 25% of ballots cast into thirds of Nigeria's 36 states to be declared the winner. Otherwise, there will be a runoff within 21 days, a first in Nigeria's history. So this is the probe as we speak. We've just entered the probe here on the Joy News channel and we are live on Joy 99.7 FM for our radio audience and it comes with over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on myjoyonline.com um, also and that's and then also on all our social media platforms. Earlier I've been interacting uh, via Zoom. Kinsley Bassi is a broadcast journalist in Nigeria painting that whole picture for us. We'll get into some of the details that have come up Kinsley Ozoma is with Election Security Management Consultant, Mosekon Africa, in Abuja, Nigeria. Austin Aigbe was the last we heard from. Uh, he's with the West Africa Democracy Solidarity Network, Wadamos. He's a member uh, in Nigeria. And also, Peter McMenu is a leading uh, member of um, the ruling NPP. He's been a campaign chairman uh, for the NPP. Also, um, with the Democratic Union of Africa, um, he is an election observer with them. Also, Bulahan Olojade is a, is a political analyst, also will join us um, shortly, and then we'll continue the discussion right here. Don't forget uh, to tweet at us, like I said, Nigeria Decides is your election headquarters. This is Joy News, and it's time for the probe now. I am MFA Apau. Welcome once again. Don't forget, be interactive as well as we talk about Nigeria. So we start off um, this particular um, session right here, Nigeria Decides, and thankfully, uh, Mr. Peter McMeno has joined us. He's been busy with the Democratic Union of Africa as an election observer. Uh, he's been everywhere when it comes to elections in Africa. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Mr. Peter McMeno. You'd have to unmute so we can hear you, Mr. McMeno. We'll try again. Do we have Mr. 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 McMenu uh, joining us via Zoom? Yes, 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 I'm here. Wonderful. We can hear you loud and clear. Good to see you too, Mr. McMenu. I know you've been up and about. Tell me about your observations in Nigeria so far. You were there way before the elections, monitored elections. It's a day after, and we're still going on. In um, just a few minutes, I'm sure you can sum up what has been like in Nigeria so far? Well, uh, thank you very much. You know, elections is a process. The process began with the registration of voters, the PDC distribution, how time and again there were calls on INEC to extend the time for people to collect their PDCs, which will enable them to vote. These were done. The political parties themselves went into primaries and nominated candidates, which were then sent to INEC to enable them prepare mm -hmm. for the printing of ballot papers. These had been done. 
Then comes a few days to the D-Day, where logistics distribution and security distribution and map have all been done. So on the eve of the election, we expected a peaceful, orderly election. And as a matter of fact, I would say INEC has done its bit because there are other major stakeholders who are also to contribute their bit. Mm -hmm. I will call on the political parties, the campaign teams, the citizenry, the media, like your good selves. You all have roles to play in making an election successful. So, for now, there have been pockets of violence here and there, but yesterday, on my rounds to the polling units, it was orderly. The day before, at dawn, at the registration area centers, where in the morning, election materials were distributed to the polling units. The, the vehicles were there, the drivers were there, but mind you, there are problems of fuel. So that could also lead to some kind of delays. I can't tell for now. There are problems with cash. The, 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 the bank exchange of notes can have effects on INEC, on political parties, how they will pay their agents, and on how the drivers and their mates can load and unload the election materials from INEC to the various polling units. So you have to take all these into a holistic consideration to be able to know whether some polling stations were late in mm -hmm. opening. But these are some of the reasons. However, INEC promised, and they did, that even if they are late, they will extend the time beyond the normal 30 p.m when they are supposed to close. Nigeria has a huge voter population, 93 million, and about 93% collected their PDCs. So it's a huge task. But nevertheless, when you break it down into the 37 states, the 774 local government areas, which in Ghana we call districts, and we come to the wards, and come to the 176,000 plus polling stations, then it becomes manageable. So far, INEC has done its bit, but like I said, election is a total cooperation from all angles political parties, civil society, media, security, as a matter of fact. And I think they have done their best. Mm. Let's look up what will happen in the next few days. Well, many will disagree with you, at least, um, from what we've heard so far when it comes to INEC doing its bit uh, because of the concerns that have been raised with IREV, with the BVAS, amongst others, which we'll get into. Because uh, we've just read a statement from INEC so far on the concerns when it comes to the IREV. I don't know what your observations have revealed when it comes to that, because I know you've been interacting extensively with INEC when it comes to IREV and why people are not getting the results as it ought to be like we, we had, had agreed before the elections. Okay, BIMAS, I think it worked all right. There are a few areas. But even with BIMAS, mm -hmm. I make sure 
that all registration area centers, RAC, or which we call ward level in Ghana or electrified area in Ghana, has technicians mm -hmm. and backups mm -hmm. for the polling stations under the RAC. So where there were any difficulty or malfunctioning of a bus, within a short distance, there were technicians and replacements that could solve the problem. Mm -hmm. But when you come to Ireland, I think there's a problem there. Because I myself went on the portal and it was difficult to access it. However, when the questions were put to IDEC member, Mr. Okoye, mm -hmm. he said it's a technical question and that he has to rely or find out from the technicians. Mm -hmm. So let's look at what will happen tomorrow. I believe that the traffic was too much on the portal. So it could be in the prison because the senators and the House of Reps portal were displaying the numbers and the and the and the resource sheets, except the presidential. So either the traffic was too much to bear mm -hmm. or something else. Mm -hmm. We should not prejudice uh, what they are doing. No, okay. we cannot conclude. Mm -hmm. It's too early. It's too early. Let us be patient mm -hmm. and look at what's going to happen. But as observers, does it not raise concerns about yeah. confidence in INEC, for instance, because um, all of a sudden uh, we are not getting results. Uh, you've been able to declare a kitty as a result, and, uh, and all these concerns does it not raise confidence issues in INEC, you say? INEC, before the election, mm -hmm. one of the civil society groups did a research or a polling, and Nigerians. 60% of them said they have trust in INEC. I think 60% is a good number. Mm. I would say it's a good number. So they should build on that trust and deliver. However, if there are some issues beyond, because like I said, it's not only INEC. Though they are the electoral management body and they are in charge of the management of the election. Mm. They need assistance from security, for media, for political parties, for campaign team, etc., mm. to give a holistic response and report on the elections. So, much as I will agree with you, I think time is too early for us to put a blame game only on the shoulders of INEC. If there are no visa, if there are no cash to pay for for for, for drivers who are delivering electric electoral materials, would you blame that on INEC? Mm. Mm. So, we have to be careful about the way we, we put blame on the shoulders of, of INEC. Okay. Well, um, the, the, uh, Mr. Austin, I agree. For instance, you have raised the concerns about um, some of this uh, confidence levels and some of these hitches uh, poses when it comes to the confidence in INEC, for instance. Listening to the the explanation that INEC has given also, I'm um, listening to Mr. Peter McMenu raising all the concerns. When you put all these gamut of concerns together, you cannot blame INEC solely for the situation, can we? So, just so you understand, um, due respect to the chair, and is my chair, uh, Peter McMenu, is well respected here in Nigeria because of the work he has done far back. Uh, in 2015, before 2015. Now, just so you people also know, 
Peter Mamano has observed Nigeria's election. Uh, I think it's the fourth or the fifth or sixth time he's come to Nigeria to observe the election. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, sorry. We lost you briefly, but we can hear you now. Yes, thank you. I said um, Peter McMahon is very respected in Nigeria. Uh, is someone who has observed the elections. Uh, this is like the fifth or the sixth election he has observed. Uh, it played a huge role in Nigeria's election in 2015 by helping to strengthen political parties in this country. And is one person that is very respected here, particularly among the political actors. So he speak, you, you, you hear him speak about the, the what ought to be. That's what I hear. And with all due respect, with all due respect to to, to, to the very senior um, political figure, is, is also to state that you don't need uh, scarcity of resources to upload uh, from ST8A. Mm. We had issues with logistical movement. That is that is okay because there were huge issues, and I've not discussed. I have not mentioned logistical challenge because you can't put that on INEC totally. Mm -hmm. There are a number of other challenges, security challenge, you can't put that on INEC. But for inability to deploy and implement what you have already signaled as a, your, the, 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 the only and most important of the, of the, the entire architecture is the beavers and the IREC. Because most of the people, including me, do trust the electronic. I mean, I am, I am, in fact, I live online. So mm -hmm. I, I, this is not internet. We are saying upload. When you are, when you are done, and the only sense of taking a picture of the from ECHA is to, is to avoid any form of hacking. ANEC in equity, after the equity of election, ANEC had told us that we attempt on, the, on their server from far away in uh, Asia and, um, and Israel and all of that. Mm -hmm. Is that what has happened now? And make me to tell us. You, you, you can't tell me that a statement was released and the statement shows that uh, it was, there's no, it was a national scale and all of that. Did you, did you know that you are, going, you are running an election that is national scale? Mm -hmm. Did you just know that we are running an election of a uh, 176,000 plus polling unit? We didn't just know. We knew that we are running a, a, this election February 25th, far back at 20, uh, far back a year ago. So at what point did we suddenly know that it was a national level election? That we did not prepare for the bandwidth or the server or whatever name you want to call it to be able to accept those from online. I am saying that is a trust issue. Okay. And when you have trust deficit, it has implication. I believe INEC has not failed. But the commission must investigate and prosecute quickly whoever was responsible for that, that malfunctioning. And when you are prosecuted, you have to then wait and upload those results as soon as possible. Amapi is already coming. We are talking about 176,000 polling units. We don't know, as of this moment, we don't truly really know how many polling units we are pulling ahead because we have to also interrogate because there are commentaries from the southeast about certain issues of arrival of materials which you can give to uh, logistical issues and payment. If, you, if I then tell us that the logistical problem is due to 
currency issues. Then we can focus our attention on the CBN. Let's not make it look as if we don't know what we are doing. We do know what we are doing. We have engaged INEC in the last one year on this issue. And we have been on top of this issue for too long. INEC must, the commission, with all due respect to the chair, whom I have some kind of personal relationship with, is that relationship is okay. But Nigerian state is what we need. We need to save our country. And I'm passionate about this country, Nigeria. Okay. Beyond the gender of Africa, it is truly the motherland of Africa. But when IMEX says in a portion of a statement, for instance, that it is important to avoid statements and actions that can heat up the polity at this time or promote disaffection towards the commission, you agree? That is, when you make that comment, you have to also be responsive to the comment. There are already commentary. There's a press statement already released by one of the parties claiming that the inability of any to upload those results on the IRA is signaling something that is manipulative. Mm. That is going to be that, 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 that right now. You, I told you when you go online, on, on Twitter and Facebook, there's the training rigging election that is there. Why do we have to open up ourselves to those kind of commentaries? What we need is put the results online because you told us it was going to happen. And we've engaged. I, I, I engaged. I mobilized citizens mm -hmm. on my Twitter handle, on my TikTok handle, on my Facebook handle. I told citizens how to protect their mandate. And I told citizens they can count their vote and verify the same vote. Mm -hmm. It paid me as an individual that I lied to people. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not, I didn't lie to them. I used INEC verified information to engage citizens. Because I know that the only way to mobilize Nigerian citizens to go and vote is when they know that the process will be trustworthy and transparent and credible and an election of integrity. And okay. truly, people turn out to vote, particularly young people who are savvy. They knew after they voted, they can protect their vote. They were all at the polling unit yesterday. They stayed even in the rain. Mm. They stayed back. It pains me that Nigerians have awakened. The, the voters have truly become the king. The kingmakers, well, we must not put the dent in the next part of the verification. And now a small business setback is assessed by a beloved family pediatrician. Oh, hey, Tiger. Big scary tree branch give your work truck a boo-boo? Yeah. Wow. See this thing on my phone here? It's the Progressive Mobile app. Just push that little button there and report your claim. Attaboy. When owning a small business gets painful, Progressive Commercial is here to make it all better. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. <gasps> What's this? Candy drawer? Who wants a lollipop? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms and conditions. Photo claims not available in all states or situations. Application of those results on the IRS. Okay. We must get the IRS so that they can go to their polling unit and be satisfied that, yes, my result, I saw the polling unit, it is what is online. I am confident that INEC is truly transparent. And then Nigeria will be a greater country. Okay. To calm it down a bit, I'm happy that you are tech savvy and like you've talked about, you did a lot of um, education on social media. There's a lot um, of talk about um, social media campaign also. And um, we've heard a lot about obedience and um, that's the followers of Obi amongst others. But let's talk about how the results is just one state, though, but like you're saying, I'm sure you've been following from the polling units, amongst others. Do you think that social media really played a role when it comes to the results that we're seeing uh, from the elections? Is this what we're expecting? Well, social media has is both good 
bad and ugly. It depends on the place you stand. It is good because it has been able to, to enhance our relationship. Now you are sitting in Ghana, I'm sitting in Nigeria, we're having a conversation. Man, that's the, that's the kind of tech we're talking about. I don't need a visa to go to America to engage in a conference. That's the tech we're talking about. It's the new age. If you are not in it, you are out of it. Mm. And you are going to lose a lot. But it's also bad because people are going to use it as the medium for passing fake news, disinformation, and hate. And which, of course, is a challenge in, in many clients, including not just in Nigeria, but across the globe, including America, generally seized uh, occupation of uh, Capitol Hill was, was a social media effect. But it's also ugly because people now live online and they now have neck pains and back pains because of the way they, 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 they engage. But to be candid, social media played a huge role in our election, in the, in the mobilization, particularly of younger people. Before this election, there was what we call the CVR or the Continuous Voter Registration. It was a carnival on social media. If you didn't, if you didn't register, it was becoming, it was looking as if you are not a Nigerian. The, the, it was phone online. It, that come on, the, have you registered? It, it was phone, and we saw the same phone coming to elections yesterday. We saw in, in some polling unit barbecues in Lagos. I mean, people playing play chairs in Abuja. It was it's phone, and we need to get elections to form hmm. that people, young people can be excited to come and vote and it starts up on social media and you put them gradually offline if you social media was critical to this election okay. that don't we stand that they were spread of fake news they were spread of hate they were spread of misinformation but there was also the goodness of it which mobilized citizens across the country Okay. Well, Mr. Igwe, thank you so much. Um, that's Austin there. I am very grateful that you're able to join us via Zoom. I'll, I'll wrap up with uh, Kinsley Ozoma as well, and then my colleague, uh, Patrick Kinsley Batsi. Then we can have um, that um, extensive conversation with Mr. Peter McMenu on what um, he's been observing so far and the key learnings for us as we also go into our elections next year. Kinsley, the issues about um, uh, INEC and confidence and IRF and the issues that have come up, but generally Generally, as we are expecting that by Wednesday, we should be able to get um, the winner of this whole elections. What would you say ought to change before that time? At least by tomorrow, we are told 11, we'll get another batch of results. What do you expect to change before that time? Well, uh, as the election management uh, body, INEC really uh, has a role, a big role for that matter to play, just like... Uh, Mr. Ewe just said, because mm. a lot of confidence were imposed on INEC, okay, to deliver the its uh, mandate. But this is the first time that you see youth mobilizing to perform their civic responsibility. Mm. And uh, just like the information being released uh, by the Commissioner for Voter Education, that raises uh, for a couple of questions, especially in terms of technology. Mm -hmm. If, just like he said, if you uh, test run uh, enough circles, election in a city or so, and you'll be able to base on that, you capture, you already know the size of Nigeria and the bandwidth of what is expected in terms of server. Okay? And uh, I could remember that mock uh, voting was also conducted. So, what happens to the server? And uh, if you are looking at it from the state perspective, we believe that at the polling unit um, level, maybe they were working on local area network, we should also be able to move whatever, give them that leverage to upload their information. 
within that uh, polling unit to the state uh, collection center. As we are made to understand that you have uh, four levels, okay, from the polling unit uh, to the ward level, ward to local government, local government to the state uh, collection center, which now ends at the national uh, collection center, Abuja. So if these trends are not properly managed, got the agitations there at the social media right now, people are losing faith. And if not well managed, it could trigger violence and something greater, more deadlier than the answers is more likely to happen because what the youth, the voters are demanding for is transparency, nothing other than transparency. And INEC observers and security agencies need to boost people's confidence that, oh, whatever you observe at your polling unit, you can go back tomorrow as early as 11 a.m. or possibly before to verify that these uh, informations are accurate. Even if one's candidate so far, the information uh, is verified based on what occurred at the polling uh, units. I can tell you, Nigerians are loving people. They are peace-making uh, people. Nobody will trigger violence. But uh, it calls for probation and interrogation when uh, you see that maybe your rights have been uh, trampled upon, you casted votes, and you are unable to verify and get the dividends of uh, you know, your commitment for taking out time yeah, that's why what happened uh, yesterday uh, and also today in terms of logistical uh, challenges, which uh, if you look at it from the perspective of uh, cash scarcity, the CBN already assured the uh, INEC that they will make provision. And that was also not enough for them to have resumed uh, leads across different uh, polling uh, units. For we know in Nigeria that... Um, arriving or bringing late delivery of uh, polling uh, materials, okay, mm -hmm. is also part of the strategy to disenfranchise uh, the people. It's a technicality often used against the uh, opposition, where you know that this is the stronghold of your opposition. We know that the government in power, maybe at the state level, usually uh, manipulates or controls the logistics to make sure that material gets the opposition uh, stronghold uh, very late. Okay. Uh, very late, and we've been working very hard because it has its own uh, security implications as well. Okay. Kinsley Uzoma, we are grateful. I'm sure during the week we get to interact again because all the way till uh, we know who leads uh, Nigeria as the next president. I'm indeed grateful uh, for your time. Kinsley Uzoma is an election security management consultant and he's joining us all the way from Nigeria. And um, Mr. Basse um, is with us. Um, he's also a journalist. And Mr. Peter McMenu is also with us observing uh, the mission right there on behalf of the Democratic Union of Africa. Ms. Abasi, um, I'm sure as we are on, you're still monitoring events um, as it happens in Nigeria. Anything has changed, you'd say? Um, then, of course, we've been talking about logistical issues. We've been hearing confidence issues when it comes to INEC. Uh, we've been reading the INEC statement as well. But from what you're hearing as we've been on the show for the past two hours or so, would you say that confidence indeed has waned in INEC and is it deserved? Well, deserved, I, I cannot say, uh, especially as a result of the nature of my job. Uh, so, at this point, I'll simply report what uh, Nigerians are saying and are sharing uh, at the moment. And you're right to have said that, uh, you know, I was just that uh, people didn't say 
my monitor and uh, checking what exactly is happening. Uh, at the state level, coalition continues neighbor states, uh, uh, which has a lot of focus because the candidate of the governing party, Bola Kotinubu, uh, you know, reigns in this state and has held this state of, you know, down for the longest. And so we've seen that uh, the Labour Party candidates, according to the results declared there, some local governments, uh, you know, as one, at least with one local government, can confirm from the state coalition centre. And mm. just to note, this is going to be taken uh, by the resident, uh, returning officer of uh, Lagos to the national uh, where the kitty was announced as in, uh, in the Federal Capital Territory of Ninja, and then uh, we can then confirm to you what the complete result is in Lagos. Mm. Also, um, peeping, I saw that the collation uh, of results has started in a Damawa state. A Damawa state is the base of the candidate of the People's Democratic Party, mm. uh, Atiku Abubakan, former vice president of Ninja, who is seeking uh, to return to the state of power. Uh, and so that also is happening there as well. Uh, so back to the issue of confidence. I can tell you for free, and the Nigerians that this time, especially those in the proposition, and uh, tons of thousands of new voters who, by the way, uh, you know, aside the euphoria of a third force, uh, decided to vote in this election, also were drawn to the 2023 general elections as a result of the confidence uh, from the commission, from civil society organizations, and indeed the government, federal government, saying uh, there's a game changer now with the mm -hmm. use of the bimodal voter accreditation system, which is the BVAS. And okay. indeed, uh, what we saw in Nikiti, which has been referenced in this conversation, Nikiti State, Oshun State, uh, off-season elections where the portal was used, right? Uh, although, and let me remind uh, the entire continent, uh, you know, considering the platform, that at the moment there is a court uh, judgment from the appeal court, mm -hmm. um, you know, relating to the last election in Oshun State. The government is still there, but the the appeal court first was at the uh, tribunal, the election tribunal, uh, questioning the use of the results from the same portal Nigerians are complaining about now, from the IREF. The IREF is the INEC uh, result viewing portal, mm -hmm. right? And so there have been complaints around this. It's not strange that we're having this situation. And so I've, I've had references like, oh, why didn't we have a situation uh, like that in Oshun State? There actually is, um, I, I think they sit in March or so, the Supreme Court will have to rule on the matter uh, as regards the election results of the governorship elections in Oshunsa, which happened last year. And so there's even an issue, an existing issue on the use of this um, this portal, this result being portal. But let's come back to 2023 general elections. Again, maybe this is deserved. I cannot say. Nigerians are clamoring now. They feel like the results uh, that they can see. And that's a problem also with the use of social media during elections in Nigeria. There are several results flying around. And maybe because it doesn't necessarily correspond with the uh, results that have been announced now, uh, you know, by climate, they are beginning to, the, the confidence is beginning to win. It's been eroded gradually. Uh, but then again, the fact, the one factor that 
there's been issues, you know, with uploading this result from the polling units through the portals has also been a major problem. And definitely, this is going to linger for a while with Nigerians complaining over and over and over again about the uh, possibility of, um, you know, some some irregularities in the process. Okay. Well, but I'm curious about uh, this whole directive, or should I call it, I don't know if it's a directive for the media not to put out uh, the results as it comes in that it's only INEC that could put out results. Um, educate us a bit, really. How is it that the entire media in Nigeria is not supposed to put out any results whatsoever unless INEC does so. That that's fundamental and that's because the media is not the electoral umpire, right? Mm -hmm. um, there there is the electoral umpire, it's their job to conduct the elections and announce the results. So here's the thing, the media covers the elections, uh, broadcast elections as you are doing and we thank you for that. Right. Uh, but it is very dangerous to begin to announce this result. Uh, I think it was um, Mori who was referencing that uh, the media has not been doing that. Indeed, some media platforms have been putting out results. They've okay. uh, said this, this candidate uh, won the social local government. That candidate um, is leading in this social state and the rest. We've seen that here and there. And that is very dangerous. This is what that does. Uh, the people consume that. And because of the trust in the media, right, when there's a separate result, you know, announced by the commission, uh, it becomes a problem. They, that's the people, the Nigerian electorate, begins to weigh what, they, what they've seen on various websites, you know, social media blogs and the rest. But they weigh that against what the commission is saying and it becomes a problem. Everywhere explodes. And so that's why it's important that we wait on the commission and, uh, you know, uh, we wait patiently on them because this could linger a while, considering okay. the many issues around technology. Okay. Well, Kingsley, let me speak to uh, Mr. Peter McMenu and now on um, some of the things that um, we've talked about and the observations so far on this. They're still here on the probe. We're on the Joy News channel. We also enjoy 99.7 FM as Nigeria decides. And that's what we are focusing on. Your election headquarters right here in Ghana. Also, we are on myjoyonline.com and all our social media platforms. Shortly, I'll take some of your comments uh, as you've posted them on our social media platforms and also on Twitter. You've been hitting us with the hashtag Nigeria decides, hashtag election headquarters and also the probe. Well, Mr. McMahon, you know, the, the, the concerns that um, you have raised, at least, as in putting the entire blame at the doorstep of INEC, um, vehemently opposed, like I said, by uh, Mr. Austin Aigwe, for instance. But the issues about logistics, security, from the Democratic Union of Africa in terms of observations, let's talk about security and the logistical issues and the explanations that were given. You've talked about um, cash, you've talked about the issues about transport amongst others that were raised, which has also been opposed. But really, what reasons specifically were given for late voting in some polling units, logistical concerns, the snatching of some ballot boxes, the BVAS equipment amongst others? So far, your preliminary questioning what reasons have been given to your group? You have to unmute, Mr. McMahon. 
No, we can't. You have to unmute. Yeah, thank yes. you very much. Much better. Thank you. I, I, I think that the logistics and the materials lay. The IMEC accepted it and responded that the time for closing, which is 2.30, will be extended for anybody in the queue when the time is 2 o'clock. It's 2.30, sorry. So I don't think that should pose any problem for any voter because once you are in the queue, by 2.30, the closing time for voting, you will be allowed to vote. But what is critical, that I want Mr. Aibé to respond, is I went to police units, I saw police units, but they didn't even have a pen or paper with them. So what were they observing or monitoring as police agents on behalf of their candidates? I, I don't get it. So this IREV matter too. Mm -hmm. The IREV is the resources that has been captured by the viewers and transmitted on a portal for public viewing. Yeah. But when the results are released at the polling unit, polling agents are supposed to get their copies. After all, they signed the resources before it will be posted and transmitted on the portal. So where are their copies? Mm. Where are their copies? And I think that if they could get their copies in a smart way, in an accurate and speedily, they could challenge the Electoral Commission if any fake results are posted on the IRF. But to the extent that the voter was educated that you will get the results after voting and everything on the IRF in real time, and that is not happening. You don't think that wins confidence in INEC? It does. But again, I'm also saying that to abate that, to be able to challenge INEC on that, you must get the original copy meant for polling agents at the only unit. Mm. That is more authentic, even than the one being snapped by the beavers. Okay. So where are the the Results meant for police agents and for that matter for their candidates. Where are they? I haven't seen them with Nigerian police agents mm. because they were just standing there. They don't know what they are doing there. They have not been trained. And it's like they were recruited maybe two hours before the opening of the, of the, of the uh, voting. So that, that's, what, that's what pertain with all the political parties or just a few of them, you'd say? Oh, all, all, all the political parties. All the places I went the political parties, I spoke to the, the agents. They were there, all right. But they were not holding a pen, a paper, or anything. They were just standing there. Mm. <laughs> I doubt what they were standing there for. So I'm saying that at the close of the voting, much as it is also their duty to ensure that it is uploaded mm -hmm. because it's part of the observation and it is part of your duties as an agent. Okay. Then you collect your copy and if you collect your copy, it's not for you, it's for your principal. 
is the candidate. Mm. How come Nigerians are not able to do this? Mm. It means their political parties and their campaign teams are weak in that direction. So we should not be always putting the blame on the electoral commission. Political parties, their management and organization, they must sit up because they lack uh, the Chinese of, of political campaign and, and, and how to monitor elections by agents on their behalf. Okay. Well, but at the announcement for the Kitty results, which you were there together with your team, the concern about the Beavers bypass came up. At least one of um, the political parties asked the question because during the announcement, the issue about the Beavers bypass came up. What really is the concern there? And as observers, what have you noticed? And how come we are having a bypass of the Beavers? Oh, you know, in Ghana, we have what we call no verification, no vote. Mm-hmm. So if you did suppose that with bypassing the Beavers, it's the same. That means somebody were not verified. And he voted. Mm. If somebody was not verified because he, he didn't pass through the beavers. He bypassed the beavers and was given a ballot paper. But uh, the count on the on the beavers will show the number of people who went through uh, uh, biometric verification mm-hmm. or using the beavers for that matter. And if that number is less than the number on the sheet. Mm-hmm. There has been some people bypass the beavers. So when we in Ghana say no verification, no, it's the same thing as Nigerians say if you bypass the, the, the beavers, then it nullifies the vote. And that's what exactly happened this evening at the National Coalition Center. But as observers, um, talking about the numbers when it comes to the bypass, were you not concerned about it because leading to over overvoting amongst others is the concern that some political parties have raised. We know they've even issued statements raising concerns about it. Well, if, if you look at the numbers that was presented by the uh, state coalition officer for equity, the highest number went to uh, APC. 201,494, followed by uh, PDP, 89,554, followed by Labour Party, Mm 11,397. So the number of people who bypass the BMAS, could that have had an effect on these numbers? If not, then cancel it. That's the meaning of ability of INEC to cancel those votes. It will not have any effect mathematically on the results. So uh, uh, it's cancelled. And that's, that's how it is. No verification, no vote in Ghana is the same as you don't bypass the Viva uh, and get counted. No. So, so that, that should not really be a concern to the various political parties when Bivas has been bypassed at some point. So it's the duty of the agents to come back to it. If you train your agents, if you do a mock or a test run, all these things will come up and your agents will be smarter at the polling station than what we obtained last night. Well, so much more needs to be done to bring the agents and the campaign teams to a higher level.
Well, Mr. McMenu, uh, we'll look at the key lessons uh, because I know that you are bringing a lot of lessons in terms of what you've witnessed in Nigeria uh, to Ghana. So we'll talk about it shortly. Please stay with me. I'll take a quick break uh, when we return here on the probe. Nigeria decides. We'll continue with Mr. Peter McMenu. Please, we'll be right back after the break. Every day, people have money emergencies. Ma, I need my school fees emergency. Ma, my chop money emergency. Emergency, emergency. Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge and enjoyment. At the top life we got. Dial star 770-hash for all your money emergencies in chop life. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Weekly in the Betway tap in jackpot. Do it, bet responsibly, not for persons under the age of 18. This advert has been approved by the gaming committee. is blind but with hd plus you can see five times clearer it is the season of love and we want to show it five times more win over five thousand prizes when you visit our website at hd-plus.com.gh all you need is an hd plus number spin the wheel of love and win big hd plus the feely feely experience that's a long ball into the penalty box right now and number seven receives that he's gone past the defense this must Crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows. Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. This is the probe and the focus uh, tonight is on Nigeria and uh, results have started trickling in. At least I can say that it's just for one state officially. That's for Ekiti. And as it stands now, um, 
Tinubu has 
announcement must come from INEC. And that must be, uh, I think they must, they must speed it up a little bit so that the tension, as I said earlier, should go down. Okay. I, I expect that from tomorrow, 11 o'clock, more will come. Okay. Uh, because from the state levels, we know that they are also doing their collisions there. Some are almost done. Some are in the process of receiving the, the results from the local government area and the world level areas uh, to enable them, add it up, and bring it to Abuja. Mm. It's fine that results are open, transparent, and they do it in a professional way such that at the end of the day, the results will be acceptable to all parties involved. That is also critical for an African elections. Because in African elections, there are too much hula about, about results. Mm. You know what transpired in Kenya, what transpired in Cote d'Ivoire, and what has even transpired in Nigeria here before in their 2011 elections. So the results must be quite transparent to enable all the parties accept them. This is where I agree with Austin mm -hmm. that the IRF should work. Yeah. I'm not saying it shouldn't work, but that should not take away from agents and political parties what they themselves must also do to contribute to, to the resource management. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, so that well, observing there, at least, is for us also to benefit as a country from the observations that you and your team uh, will also engage in whilst you are there in Nigeria. So what for you then will be the key learnings that you're bringing back at least when you go to IPAC amongst others? What would you say should be the key learnings from what you've seen with INEC? You've talked about cutting them some slack in terms of organization and preparation for this election. Where we have ours just in 2024. Thank you. You know that Nigeria has 90 something million registered voters. But they closed their election at 2 30 p.m. They start at 8 in the morning and close at 2 30. Ghana has to close our elections at 3 o'clock at IPAC. That's the recommendation we gave to the Electoral Commission that we should close early so that we can have adequate sunlight, daylight, to count the votes and collect, rather than darkness and associated crimes and violence that may go with it. Mm. So if 93 million will close at 30 p.m., starting at 8.30, why can't we close at 3 latest and have enough sunlight, daylight, to do the other aspects of the election, that is the coalition and uh, other reporting. So that is one take up. Mm -hmm. The second one is the setup of the coalition centers. Mm -hmm. You see, people must be seated at coalition centers. And I realize that in Ghana, there are too many people going up and down in coalition room that normally will bring confusion and chaos and the resulting violence will lead to so many things. So, electoral commission must provide seating mm. and only accredited people must be allowed entry into the coalition. And I'm glad to know that in Nigeria, 
the 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 the, the collecting officer at the constituency level has the right to throw to ask security to throw anybody away who is being disrupted. Okay. Who is being disrupted to throw him away. And later, if he thinks that he has cooled down, he can call him back. Because, you know, collection demands a serene atmosphere, and we must act in a civil way in the collection room so that the numbers will not jump over each other. Okay. Yeah. Tell me, the role of the IGP of Nigeria is commendable. He's always with the chairman of the Electoral Commission in briefings, especially those that have to deal with security. Mm. Because election security is not the job of the EC. Part of the mandate of the Electoral Commission. So the security must come in at all times and be adequately briefed on electoral related issues uh, where there are areas marked as very, very, very volatile, mm. how they are going to handle them. So I am, I am, I am enthused by the way the ITP is with the chairman uh, of the Electoral Commission of INEC okay. in giving out briefings about security and election security management. That's mm. why. Okay. That's why. Okay. Well, but and then let me mm -hmm. let me let me conclude also by adding vote by. Mm -hmm. I think everybody in Nigeria who has witnessed this election will say it's an election where no vote or limited vote by has taken place, either because of the currency swap or whatever. So it's something we have to pat Nigeria on their back, and it's something we have to take away to Ghana and stop vote buying in any form or treating. Of, of voters in any form. Can you. can can you politicians stop? Why not? If the law catches you here, the law catches a lot of them and it will prosecuted and killed. Okay. Why not? Yes. So okay. it involves all stakeholders. We'll see how you ensure. You see how you will ensure leading that and ensuring that the laws work when it comes to vote buying. But the briefly, everybody is involved. But briefly, just before I let you off, uh, does social media actually win elections? Social media can never win elections. Mm. Social media cannot win elections. They can inform, and sometimes they can disinform. And as Mr. Ibe rightly said, they can give eight messages and speeches, mm. which is not good for society. So, their ability to inform is part of campaign and campaign messaging. But the bad side of it is the disinformation okay. and misinformation, mm -hmm. which can lead to others. Other, other, other okay, we're grateful. We have to be careful. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Peter McMahon. We'll engage further. Uh, he is an, uh, as, acting as an observer with the DUA in Nigeria. And many thanks to all my guests for being a part of Nigeria Decides for this evening. I am MFA Power for our radio audience. We have a walk with Jesus. Have a good evening. Thank you so much for your company. Mm -hmm.